Welcome to Coffee and Conversations with Lakeisha. We're glad you've joined us today. Get ready for some kingdom conversation. Now here's your host, Lakeisha M. Johnson. Good morning. Good morning. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Hey, y'all. Thank you. Thank you. Good morning. How y'all doing? Good morning. Got your coffee? <laughs> Since Joe said we sipping at 6, hey, Jen. Good morning. Hey, Julia. Oh, thank you. I'm loving this shirt. I'm trying to get better about color. Um, I would love to wear black every day. <laughs> Let me wear black. Oh, what you wearing today? Black. <laughs> What else you gonna wear today? Black and white. <laughs> what else you gonna wear today? Um, black, white, and gold. Hey y'all. Oh my God. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Father. White and black. Uh, I love black. Like I love black. Like black is like one of my favorite things to wear. Um, I love color. I do. Like I wear a lot of color. But if I have a go-to, mm -mm, I'm picking up black. I'm picking up something black or pink. And right or pink because I love pink. That's why my whole little room is pink. This was my gift from Josiah and Judah. But because I'm in a pink room, um, I'm not allowed to wear pink because <laughs> it keeps washing me out. So my um, help, <laughs> which is JoJo and my mentor in this season, it's like, do not wear another pink shirt. So I'm not allowed to wear uh, a pink shirt. So pink is my other thing. I love, like, I love pink so much. <laughs> I love all shades of pink. I'm like, pink makes me happy. Pink uh, taps me into my feminine side. So I know, Julia, but though, so they told me I couldn't wear pink in here, right? They called me. It was like, the room pink, Jen. Um... You looking pink, <laughs> don't wear any other pink. And we're still figuring out lights in this pink room, right? So, hey, y'all, good morning. Hey, Deshana. Hey, Courtney, going to put your cities down there. Come on. We standing. Hey, Natalie and Don. Good morning. Come on, my Renaissance grandma. Hey, y'all, do me a favor. Start sharing the devotional. We were talking about the color pink. Um, y'all see my pink room. Joe, Joe did this when I went to uh, check on a friend and was on sabbatical. I told him, I was like, I just want a pink room. I want something in this house that belongs to me. And he did it. I love that kid so much. Hey, Jacksonville. Come on, we're covering Jacksonville. Hey, Artie Don. Good morning, Miss Artie. Hey, Katina. Hey, Courtney. Um, hey, Cherie. We laughing. On. Uh, hey, Mimi. Uh, hey, Sandra. Hey, uh, Miss Sandra. Hey, hey Hood. Hey, Shonda. Hey, Kirby. Hey, Lexis. Good morning. Hey, Tina in uh, Martha's Vineyard. Like, oh, like y'all don't know how I feel about Martha's Vineyard. If the Lord would just give me an extra million dollars, <laughs> I would buy us a house. Us. Not, I would not be selfish. I would buy us a house in Martha 
vineyard if the Lord would just give me an extra million dollars. Oh my gosh, it's like one of my favorite places to be. Good morning, Chicago, Illinois. Come on, Little Rocks in the house. Topeka, Kansas, Oklahoma City, Bryant, Arkansas, Sherwood, Benton. Come on, y'all. We worship as a nation. Magnolia, Arkansas. Come on, y'all. We worship as a nation. Bowie, come on, y'all. Oh my God, Van News, North Hollywood. We worship as a nation. Come on, y'all. Get in here with us this morning. Oh, my God. Thank you, Courtney Barnes, for tagging and sharing. Thank you, for Katina, for sharing. Thank you, Jamika, for sharing. Uh, thank you, Sam, for sharing. Thank you for all of those that continue to share this community, the gospel. Thank you for all y'all that continue to give to help make this happen for us. Oh, my God. Um, y'all just don't know how important you guys are. And if you ever um, thought you weren't, you were. Every time you share, every time you give. Um, you're just being a part of God's orchestration and plan for what he has for his community and kingdom, right? And we all got a piece of the kingdom that we're to work, that we're to be a part of. Thank you, Miss Pat, for sharing. Thank you, thank you, thank you, for, thank you, thank you for tagging your people, getting them in. Because we want to grow together. We don't want um, parts of the kingdom growing and other parts of the kingdom not growing. Sometimes people don't um, feel worthy to be a part of a community of believers, right? But guess what? We are, thank you, my Renaissance grandma for sharing. Um, like we are a part of a community and we trying to snatch all our people. Like we trying to grab all our people. We trying to introduce all our people to the gospel of Jesus Christ. We trying to help people understand what it's like to be in community. We want people to understand what it's like to, to study the word of God and begin to live the word of God alive and act them. Come on, Harlem, New York. Come on, Lithonia, Georgia. Come on, Texarkana, Texas. Come on, y'all. Oh my God. Come on, New Jersey. Let's go in this house, North Carolina, all the cities and states represented today. Uh, we're going to pray. We're going to continue to pray for our kids. It's just been on my heart to pray for our kids every morning. This morning, we're praying for them to have a heart of Christ, right? The, that they have a mind of Christ, right? Lord God, we thank God for that. We're not going to lord over our children. We're not going to browbeat our children, but we are going to stand for them. We stand in proxy. And even if you have a child who just Looks like they're not listening. Look like they're tra not transforming. Can I tell you something? You're not the person that transforms. What's that, T-Bell? You're not the person that transforms your child. You don't transform your child. The word of God trans. I wish somebody would have told me this. I wish somebody would have told me this. I wish I would not. My older sons, I would not have handled them the way that I handled them. If I have, would have realized I, it's not my job, it's my job to train them up. I train them up in the word. I train them up in love, but it is not my job to transform my children. We don't transform our husbands. We don't transform our children. We don't, we don't pigeonhole them to a place. You're going to be right. You're going to be a Christian. You're going to be saved. That's not what we do. We present a gospel. Hey, Malisha. We present a gospel of love to our children, right? Of how much the father, and then some of y'all can I just be real. He can be a little bit more transparent with your children about your struggles and about the issues and the things that you've been through. Because a lot of times we have what's called some generational dysfunction, right? That's been passed on from generation to generation. And they need to know how you got liberated. And they need to know how you got free. And they need to know the things you were struggling with. Some of that stuff, like for real, for real, People need to know. Um, they, they don't need to know just how oh, just the Lord has been so they don't need to know that 
They they need to know. They need to know the things. Your greatest testimony is in your house. I will tell anybody that your greatest testimony is in your house. Sharing with the boys my struggles, the things that I've gone through. I'm not presenting to them a perfect me. I'm presenting to them a me that's still working this thing out with God. And that has been winning for me versus me lording over them. Um, Ephesians 6 and 1, we love to quote it to our children. Children, obey parents, obey your parents in the Lord. When you go a little bit down, it says fathers, um, and this goes for mothers, do not exasperate your children, right? Don't exasperate your children. Don't exasperate your children. Don't lord your children. Don't get on your children's nerves. I'm just being for real. We got to meditate. Some of us learned that, and we got to learn different habits when it comes to our children. So let's stand for our children. Father God, I thank you for our children this morning. I thank you, Lord God, that they have the heart of Christ. I thank you that they are compassionate. Oh, my God, that they see as God sees, that they have compassion for their neighbors, that they have compassion for other children in the school, that they even have compassion for their parents, Lord God. I thank you, Lord God, that they will not live under the spirit of condemnation, Lord God, but they will encounter the Holy Spirit today like never, ever, 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 ever before in the name of Jesus. I thank you that our children are holy. I thank you our children are set apart. I thank you, Lord. Our children are unique and they're okay with their uniqueness. I thank you, Lord God, that our children are being developed according to your perfect plan, not our plan. And Father God, in the name of Jesus, we release our children from our plans of success, from the way that we think they should go. Lord God, I thank you that they're having more encounters and more experiences with you. We lift our children up to you this morning and we just dedicate them back to you, Lord God. We just give our children, you told us to cast our cares um, on you, Lord God. So today we're find, casting our cares of our children before you and we're finding strength in this. And we thank you, Jesus, for giving us your holiness and I thank you for power. And I thank you, Lord God, how you're transforming our children from the inside out. And even if it doesn't look like what we think, Lord God, that we will not put our mouths on it in a negative fashion, that we will build our children up in the word. Father God, we will say what we want to see, Lord God. We will continue to call them in faith, Lord God, and not um, punish them so harshly, Lord God, when they don't do the things that we want, Lord God, that we begin to um, exalt the name of Jesus, Lord God, that we begin to lift them up, Lord God, that we groom them precisely with our tongues according to the Holy Spirit. Let the same mind that's in Christ Jesus be in all of us. Let it be in our children. I thank you, Lord God, that they begin to hunger and thirst after righteousness. I thank you, Lord God, that you're making us better parents, better teachers. Woo! We will not lean, our teachers will not lean into their own understanding. They will not berate our children. They will lift our children. Our administrators will not, Lord God. I thank you for liberty and freedom coming to the education system, Lord God. I thank you that your glory is being revealed on our children. I thank you for the ministering angels. I thank you there is no place that's too far that our children have gone that you can't return them and bring them back, Lord God. So we thank you, Father God, for even our children, our prodigal children, our children that are 
out there squandering, wasting their time, their talents and their gifts in places that do not bring you glory. I thank you. They're returning to the kingdom, not to us, to the kingdom, Lord God. And they begin to seek after you like never, ever before. Jesus, give them your holiness. Woo! Thank you, Lord. We thank you for liberation and freedom coming to our children today and liberation and freedom my God, coming to our households today and liberation and freedom coming to our marriages and liberation and freedom coming to our cities and our states and liberation and freedom coming, Lord God. We just thank you for the freedom that comes from Christ Jesus. I thank you, Lord God, that our minds are the mind of Christ and our will is the will of God and the temptations and the things that we are struggling with, Lord God, we submit them to you today. There is no temptation. Come on now. That is known to man, Lord God, that you don't know about, Lord God. So we're not going to hide our temptations from you. We're not going to hide our sin from you because you already know it. We're going to present ourselves to you. We're going to present the sin. We're going to cast our cares. We're going to lay ourselves open before you. Oh, my God. We're going to lay ourselves open before you, Father God. We're going to lay our mistakes open before you. We're going to lay our problems open before you, Lord God. My God, we're not going to be like Adam and Eve in the garden hiding, Lord God. My God, you created us. You know us. We're going to put the circumstance of the situation before you this morning. And we're going to receive your grace. And we're going to receive your mercy. And we're going to receive your love. Because your word says in Romans 8 and 1, you are not a condemning God. Ooh. You're a forgiving God. You're a loving God. You're a merciful God. And there's some things in our life, Lord God, we don't, we just don't know how to escape. And there's some things in our lives, Lord God, we just don't know how to walk away from. And there's some things in our life, Lord God, that we're just ignorant to. We don't even know it's not pleasing to you. Woo! My God, upset the devil today on our behalf in the name of Jesus upset the devil today on our behalf. Bring someone new to the devotional. Let someone walk into kingdom. Let someone walk away from um, ungodly temptation, from peer pressure. Lord God, upset the devil for us today and bring us a victory that only you can do in Jesus' name. Amen. Like upset the devil um, today. My God, I thank you, Father God, for your word this morning. Let the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable in my sight. Um, remember, we started yesterday um, with the word, there's two of us, right? There's two of us in us. And I want to give you a little bit more um, of this because this has been helping me. I got it. I forgot. Okay. So as I was praying this morning, um, I heard the Lord. Um, I heard the Lord say, get used to this season that you're in, like embrace it, accept it. And um, that's like not a general word. That's a um, specific word, right? Like he was just like, get used, like get used to this season that you're in. I was like, okay, Lord, like, what do you mean? Get used to this season. Like be okay where God has you right now. Don't try to rush the season. Don't try to make nothing up. Don't try to add anything else to yourself. Just like get used to this season. Like even if it seems barren, even if it seems dry, even if it seems not, not producing, I promise you, God is always working something behind the scenes. So be okay with the season, right? 
Paul said in his word, he said, I've learned to be content with and without. So just be like, okay, Lord, I may not understand everything going on in this season, but I'm going to embrace the season. I'm going to get used to the season. I'm going to stay full of faith. I'm going to keep showing up, but get you just be okay with the season. If, whatever it is, if it's a single of seasonness, single of singleness, if it's a single of loneliness, I hear you, Holy Spirit, get used to be okay with being lonely right now. God is dealing and doing everything, right? He's doing everything he's supposed to be doing for you right now. So don't leave, uh, don't try to abruptly disconnect from the season because it feels uncomfortable, because it's new, because it's not something you've experienced before. Just be okay, Lord, I'm okay with this season. Like, I'm okay, I'm okay, this is a dry season. I'm okay, Lord God, I'm here. I know I'm with you. I'm committed to the process. I'm trying. Sometimes we don't give ourselves enough um, um, celebration for even trying. Like Julia, we don't even give ourselves enough for trying. We don't think trying is enough. And sometimes you got to celebrate just trying. <laughs> oh, I'm trying. I'm getting up every day, Lord. I'm in your face. I'm worshiping you. I'm trying. God definitely loves effort. God definitely loves trying. Can I tell you what trying is? Um, like to God, try, trying is like a seed being planted. Oh, come on now. Like trying is like a seed. Every time I try, every time I show up, every time I'm, and sometimes we don't give ourselves enough for trying. We don't think trying is enough. And sometimes trying, just being present, just showing up, just waking up, just laying in the devotional, just laying before God, like he sees your effort. So be content. Get content in this season that you're in. Don't, don't hate the season that you're in. Just be like, Lord, I'm going to embrace this season. I don't know everything that's going on in this season, but I'm going to sit in your presence. I'm going to stay connected to you. I'm going to trust you, Lord God. I'm going to honor you as much as I possibly can. And I promise you, the Lord is going to show up. He's, he's got to complete the work in you. Philippians 1 and 6 says he's got to complete the work in you. I think it's in Peter that it says after you suffer just a little while, then the Lord is going to do everything that he's supposed to do for you. So don't 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 abort the season. Don't hate the season. Um, and it keeps coming back to me, especially if you're in a season where you really feel lonely. You are not alone. God is always with you. Um, God is standing with you. God is not forsaken. You has not left you. He's not. So trust the season you in, even if it doesn't look like you producing. Thank you, Lord God, for your word that you gave us this morning. We will trust the season even if it looks strange, even if it doesn't look like it's working. Okay, so yesterday we talked about there was two of us. <laughs> two of us. There are two of us inside of us. And we came out of the book of James. And as we came out of the book of James, we were talking about um, being double-minded. We've heard this scripture. But what the Lord showed us this morning was that double-minded um, deep seekios, right? The two natures, right? That we have two minds and we have two natures, right? Um, we have two souls, right? And so this word only appeared in the book of James. So I can only imagine what was going on around James or in James that James was like, look, you got to watch out for these two souls. You got to look for these two natures that are in conflict with each other because these two natures will make you unstable. Ooh, come on. These two natures will make you unstable, right? And then we learned in Matthew 6 and 24, we cannot serve two masters. We cannot serve two masters. We cannot serve two masters. And for me, 
Um, that's big because I, I and people are like, I don't want to hear. Like we all, at some capacity, have had some type of idol or something else that is lorded over us. Um, might be marriage. I remember when I got married uh, the first time because we married again. <laughs> uh, when I got married the first time, I thought my marriage was going to save me. My marriage had become an idol in my life. I didn't realize the purpose to marriage. I didn't realize that really what was uh, what marriage was about was a representation between um, God and his church, right? And so I haphazardly handled marriage based on what I thought marriage was supposed to be to me, like what I thought I was supposed to receive in marriage, what I thought I was supposed to get. And so I thought my husband was coming to save me, like on a little white horse coming in to save me, to take away all my problems, to help me in my finances, um, to be all these things. I never realized the commitment and the purpose and what God designed, right? So, so imagine the disappointment I felt when he wasn't perfect. Imagine the disappointment I felt when he his his white horse didn't appear. Imagine the disappointment that I felt when the house with the perfect picket fence and all these things, you know, did not appear, right? So my marriage was an idol. My marriage had took the shape and form of some sort of God in my life, right? So then even if you don't know my story and you're new to the devotional, even after my husband went to be to be with Jesus, I was so devastated. The things that didn't turn out, um, what I, th that things didn't turn out the way that I thought. That I even kind of began to idolize the death. Ooh, I'm just being real. Like we can turn so much into an idol or to a god, right? So it's just so much. Our parents, our children, our careers, um, these things become gods in our life our measure of success that we want to achieve, the measure of success that we hope are to, all of these things can become idols and become gods in our life. And sometimes we don't even realize that they're becoming gods, gods in our religion, not the relationship, religion, religious thought processes, those things can become gods in our lives, right? So, so when we're looking at the two natures, Jesus is telling us there shall be no other God before him, right? Then we learn that the instability that we are experiencing, these unstable things that pull us into carnal places, these unstable things that pull us into conflict as ourselves, these unstable action thoughts and behaviors that's always going to be in conflict with our spiritual nature. Come on, y'all. And who and what God says. So today we're going to add another little piece to the two to the two, there's two of us. We battling against two of us. And I am a firm believer <laughs> that you have to keep showing up. You have to commit to the process. Some of us one time will hit something one time, one time. We visit something one time and we like, oh, such a good word, such a liberating word. But we won't continue to spend time in the process because there are layers to you. Somebody say there are layers to me. Oh, there are. You got to get you. There's layers to you. I tell anybody anytime, however, however many years old you are. Right. My uncle taught me this. You got that many layers on your life. Woo! My God, I'll be 49 in December. I got that many layers on my life. I got 
49 years of layers, right? And then if you came into um, the kingdom late, right? Like you, you weren't exposed to the word of God. Nobody taught you about the Holy Spirit, right? There's, there's a little bit of a greater work. Now I'm going to tell you something. We don't do the work. The Holy Spirit does the work. The word Hebrews 4 and 12 is sharpening us. The Holy Spirit is the one to do the work. You got to give yourself permission and understand I'm not the one that does the work. The Holy Spirit does the work. So I want to jump over to Romans 12, 1 and 2. Right. I got about nine minutes to give y'all this. This is going to be hitting hard. Oh, my God. So I want to get on the Romans 12, 1 and 2. Right. And I want because we we touched and tapped the edge of that. Right. I told you all I was going to cover this on a couple of days. Um, the the 12, 1 and 2, it says we get into the second verse. It says, um, do not be conformed. Right. Therefore, I urge you, brothers and sisters, by the mercies of God to present your bodies, dedicating yourself as a living sacrifice holy and well-pleasing to God. Um, this is your act of worship, right? So I'm dedicating myself. I'm setting, when I'm in the time and the commitment of the process, I'm dedicating myself. I'm setting myself apart. I'm recognizing, right? I'm recognizing. I was up this morning going, Lord, I cannot do this without you. Like I'm recognizing, I'm setting myself apart. Lord, I cannot, I cannot do this about you. Um, I'm presenting myself. I'm dedicating myself. I'm dedicating. I'm up. I'm like, Lord, I can't be a mother without you. Um, I'm dedicated. I'm, I can't preach the gospel without you. I cannot. I cannot be a leader. I cannot be a community advocate. Like, this is what I'm talking to him. I'm like, I cannot do this about you. I cannot provide for myself. Like, I'm just, I'm talking to him. I'm saying like, I'm doing this because I've recognized that there's layers to me. Like there's layers to me. And just when I think I've worked through one layer, Another circumstance and situation will show up that shows me the next layer. Woo! Commit to the process, honey. Somebody say commit to the process. Commit to the process. Something else will show up. Something else will show up, Jen. Something else will show up. Something else will show up, Julia. Something else will show up, DeShannon. I promise you, another circumstance presents itself and some shows up and I see that there's another layer to me, right? So I'm presenting myself, Lord, I can't do this about you. I cannot set my life apart from you. Woo! I cannot, my marriage can't afford to be set apart from you. Um, my parenting can't afford to be set apart from you. Um, my The ministry God has given me can't afford to be set apart from you. Well, Lakeisha, how do you say um, ministry apart from you? Take off in your own way. Do things according to your own accord. Um, do things out of the timing of God. Um, um, my, my business cannot be set apart from you, right, Lord? So I got to submit and surrender myself. Surrender is the highest form of worship, right? So I got to show up every day and commit to the process with the Holy Spirit. Because remember, I do not highlight that. I do not do this in myself, right? So I want to I want to give you what it means when he's like, so I'm presenting myself. I'm showing up every day. I got to show up every day. I got to commit to the process. And then this is the second part that I'm going to give you. And then we're going to have to get out of here and we're going to jump right back in this tomorrow, right? It says, and do not be conformed to this world. I want to tell you what it means to be conformed, right? And then I'm going to talk to you tomorrow about what if you can't help it? Ooh, like, what if you can't help it? But I want to give you what it means to be conformed, right? And this word conform is a Greek word, right? And it's suskai 
matizo, suskai matizo. This is a Greek word, right? And so he's like, and do not be conformed to this word, to the superficial, to the values, to the customs of this world. Do not be molded by what this world or who this world says you are. And the only way that I'm going to be able to recognize, my God, that I'm being molded, right? Or I'm being formed according to this world or according to the system is that I commit to the process. I got to commit to the process. And can I tell you something? It does not feel good because as God is pulling back and revealing the layers and the nature in myself that does not look like God, it's hard. Like it's hard. It's hard. When I was sitting up in, when I was sitting up and I'm talking and I'm listening to my mentor in this season and he's saying to me, you got control issues. Almisha. He like, you got control issues. And here I am. I think I'm humbly. <laughs> I'm lowly and meek. And then I'm talking to the boys about it. And they say, yeah, mama, in some areas it's passive. Woo! Not, not holy me. Not sanctified me. <laughs> not set apart me. Right? But because I'm committed to the process, come on, it is. Self-reflection is hard. Self-awareness is hard. Because I'm committed to the process and I have made a decision and I'm going to end on this. I have made a decision and you got to make a decision like it's a decision. I have made a decision that I'm going to be the me that God called me to be. Like I got to be the me, not not the me that's patterned after things that he didn't even put inside of me. Not the fearful me, not the anxious me, not the controlling me not the worried me. Come on now. I got to be the me that he created me to be, not the me that's connected to all the other things that he didn't put aside of me, that he didn't put aside of me. So I got to begin to, I got to commit to the process so that I can recognize what's of God and what's not from God. I cannot forsake the process. And can I tell you something? As soon as something is revealed, <laughs> it's hard. And can I tell you what the enemy going to do? He gonna, he's going to either make you fluffy or he's going to do like um, he did with God didn't really say that. God absolutely didn't really say that. Right. Or the Holy Spirit revealed that. And it was hard. It was hard to hear me. Hear somebody say you got you control is your vice. It was hard to hear somebody say control is your issue. You love to control you, you love to control things around you. And as soon as you feel like something is out of your control, then you turn around and you're trying to grasp for more control. And I'm like, God didn't create me to be controlling because if I'm controlling, then guess what? I'm not led by the spirit. Woo! I'm not led by the spirit. If I got possession of it, if I'm trusting myself, then I'm not led by the spirit. Can we make that declaration over ourselves today? I'm going to commit to the process. Come on, y'all. God is doing a greater work. I'm going to commit to this process. I'm going to show up every day in relationship with my father. I'm going to commit to spending time in the word because I want to be the, the person that God called me to be. Ah! Before all the hurt, before all the anger, before all the mess, before the widowhood. Come on now. Um, before I had kids, I got to commit to this process because I want to be who he created me to be and nothing else. 
come on, y'all. That's a word today. Lord, I thank you for your word. I thank you for opening the eyes of our understanding. I thank you for giving us revelation of how we need to commit to the process. I thank you, Father God, that you are transforming your daughters and your sons in your word. And we will not forsake this process, Lord God, even though it may be painful, even though it may be overwhelming, Lord God, we are determined to walk in victory in your word. We want to be the person that you committed us to be. And Father, this is what I know to be true. Only you can show us that person. Only you can show us the person. So open the eyes of our understanding to the hope of who you called us to be in Christ Jesus so we can walk in deeper revelation of your word, of who you said, of the books that you wrote wrote about us. Can I tell you something? I didn't know. I did like I really just started learning myself over the last year and a half. I've been saved since I was eight. I've been saved 41 years. I've been in the church all my life. The last year and a half was the most like my commitment was so intentional, not my commitment to just preaching the gospel, not not my commitment to just preaching the gospel, my commitment, right? My commitment to my relationship with Christ, like this is my focus. I This is my focus. I spent the last year and a half pulled away, committed in my relationship in Christ. And there were parts and facets of me and things that I didn't even know I liked and desires. I I didn't get to experience them until I was in a place committed to the process. And he began to show me the facts. And I'm still learning her. (laughs) Like, I'm still learning her. I'm I'm still understanding this is who got me. But he's my maker. He's my creator. And nothing else can shape me or give me that but him. That's it. Father God, thank you for your word today. Now, let me tell you my start. Let me tell you my start. Let me let me tell you my start. Let me tell you my start. My start was with Jesus. Like my start was like my start was with Jesus. Like I didn't know my nature, my sin nature was separated from God, right? And so then I recognized that Jesus was the only way that I was going to get rid of this sin nature and I'm going to give you all a scripture tomorrow, too, that coincides with this, that I was going to get with my sin nature and that I was going to be in, get, get back plugged into the source of the one that created me. This is why the enemy fights um, the preaching of Jesus Christ. This is why the enemy fights the gospel. He does not want you to know how real Jesus is. He doesn't want you to be tapped into who Jesus is. He fights this gospel more than anything He fights this gospel more than anything else, right? He fights this gospel more than anything that he fights anything else. And so as he fights this gospel more than he fights anything else, Judah, as he fights this gospel, as he fights anything else, I got music coming from somewhere. I don't even know where it is. My God, thank you, Lord. Oh my God, thank you, Father. Oh my God. Something's interrupting my Instagram. Oh my God. Lord, we thank you for your word this morning. We thank you for the transformation of your word. We thank you for the transformation of your word this morning. And we thank you, Father God, for the power. Uh, Yeah, he is. This is so the enemy. I don't even know what this is. Lord God, we thank you, Father God, 
for your hand being seen in the lives of us today. I feel like somebody has tapped into my live stream. Um, and Lord, we just thank you for Jesus this morning. We thank you, Father God, no weapon formed against us shall prosper. We thank you, Father God, that the devil is defeated and under our feet. We thank you, Father God, that your um, word is being released today. And I thank you, Father God, for salvation um, coming in the name of Jesus. That is the most crazy. I don't even know what that was. <laughs> that is the most crazy. So I know the fact that I was talking about Jesus is so important. So Father God, I just thank you um, for Jesus and I thank you for his power. Let me do the invitation. If that is you, if you have come to a place where you know you need something different. Wow. Um, it's almost like something tapped into my live stream. Um, then I want you to pause right now and make this confession of faith, faith with me. Dear Jesus, I'm in need of a savior. I'm asking you to come into my heart to take away my sins. I promise to love and follow you best I can. Thank you, Jesus, for saving me. Somebody did not want you to hear that testimony. Uh, somebody did not want you to hear the testimony, but Jesus is so real and Jesus transformed my life. And yep, the devil loses again. So thank you for your faithfulness. Um, if the Lord um, places on your heart to give, go over to the website, lmjministries.org or cash app us, dollar sign, L-M-J-M-I-N-I-S-T-R-Y. And you can find out the way all your giving um, benefits the community and text um, and, and, and supports the ministry. I love y'all. Thank y'all. As soon as this tapped in, y'all was praying, rebuking the devil. Uh, no, he will not have victories. Thank you for standing with me today. I love God so much. I love you so much. Do me a favor. Go be loved today. Um, you will experience the love of God when you sow the love of God. I know that sounds crazy, but we need to stay on sowing seeds of love. Like we're going to sow seeds of love today. So go be loved today. Let somebody else experience the love of God. We're going to be right back here in this morning. This morning we learned we got to commit to the process. We're going to deal with these two people that are in us and we're going to see the power of God work in our lives. I love y'all so much. See you back in the morning, 6 a.m. Invite somebody in. Love, peace, and blessings. Thank you, Lord God. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you for tuning into our podcast. If you would like more information about LMJ Ministries, log on to LakeishaMJohnson.com today.